Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Long Night with Vish Khanna was recorded before a studio audience on Friday, November 16th, 2018. Coming to you live from the Transac in Toronto, Canada, it's Long Night with Vish Khanna. On tonight's show, rapper Chippy Nonstop, electronic producer Harrison is in the house. Our house band is the Bicycles. My name is James Keast. Please welcome to the stage a man who knows you can't hear a suit on a podcast, Vishal Khanna! Hello. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for being here at uh, the season premiere, uh, season six, did we figure out? Season six, season six. of Long Night Season... Hang on, I wasn't done, guys. Season seven of Long Winter, season six of Long Night. Which one's more important to you? Obviously, Long Winter, that's fine. I appreciate that. We didn't start right away. We needed to ease into this show for some reason. (laughs) And uh, how about a hand for this tablecloth? (laughs) So season six tablecloth. This is James Keast. These are the bicycles. Thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, say hi to Chippy Nonstop, everybody. Hello. Chippy, thank you so much for being back on the show. Of course. It's nice to see you. Now, the last time we, you were on this show, we were in St. John's, Newfoundland. Can't say I recall much of that, but yeah. Now, why is that? <laughs> why can't you remember our time together? I thought I'm it was sorry. really fun. I'm sorry. I was really drunk. Were you drunk on the show? <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you got in your cup there? Um, ginger ale. Ginger ale. All right. That's great. <laughs> and vodka or something. Okay. You like to have fun. Yeah. Are you having fun right now? Um, not yet. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Chippy, you're going to play a little bit later, too? Yes. I will ago. be DJing yeah, later. It's, it's cool. Now, the last time you were here, or we were together, I guess, we talked about how you are originally from Dubai? Well, I was born in Dubai, but um, I'm Indian. Yeah. You're like me. Yep. We're both Indian. Yeah. And now, when was the last time you were interviewed by an Indian person? Uh, the last time you interviewed me. Right. <laughs> so why? I feel like Indian people, if I may stereotype, are very nosy. 
and interrogative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why haven't more interviewed you at this point? I mean, other than like my family interrogating me at yeah, no. That's I don't it, know. right? There's just yeah. not that many Indian I'm trying to think. Mm, no, I don't I don't think so. I don't There's yeah. just not that many of it's us. It's usually like it's honestly usually like white girls. Yeah. White girls are the <laughs> ones who interview you. Interviewing me, yeah. And 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 what do they have a like a characteristic that you've noticed? Is there something that the white girls do? They're just like journalistic. I don't know. <laughs> right. Very serious or what uh, they just like Yeah, yeah. just journalists. Right. Just know? just journalists. So did you yeah. where did you actually grow up? Um I was yeah, so I was born in Dubai and then I moved to Africa, Zambia, and then after that, I was, well, my dad wanted to quit his job because they were transferring him to Kenya and he didn't want to live in Kenya and my mom didn't want to live there. So I guess they came to Canada for a second, but then my dad got uh, like a job in America when I was 10 years old. So just, just to interrupt a, a moment, what is your, is your dad a superhero, a spy? <laughs> no, he worked for Lipton, like the tea company. <laughs> Your dad is in charge of cup of soup around the world. Is that and like Dove? Oh right. So he's like, what does he do? Like li- or Unilever? Like it was like he's an accountant. How many like, sponsors are we gonna get for the show? You're just dropping names all I over mean, the place. I mean, I need sponsorship. I need shit. some too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cheers to that. So what did he do? Was he like a scientist, a salesman? No, he's an accountant. Your dad was an accountant for Lipton, and you were born in Dubai, and then you lived in Africa? Really? It, like, I guess Unilever, the company, transfers a lot of their, like, head people, like, every three years to another place. Okay. And, yeah, so he quit, and then we moved to America when I was 10. But, um, so I grew up in America, and then uh, three years ago I got deported. Yeah, we're going to get to the deportation, because I think there might be some news on that front, yeah, maybe. Yeah. but. Before we get to the deportation, which is always a fun story uh, for you, I know we had we talked about this last time. Do you have any sense memory of your first ten years in? So was it Africa mostly? Yeah, I lived in Zambia in a, like a place called Indola. But yeah, like I remember all, all of it pretty much. Um, I so was have you been back to Dubai, by the way? Yeah, my fam- I still have family there. Like my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, they all live there. Okay, because Dubai so. is uh, it's like becoming this mystical place for some of us, where the yeah, lots it's, of money. It's like, yeah, it's like very fake, and like the like the beaches are man-made, and like the hot like tallest building in the world, or like a ski slope inside of a mall like it's just so extra a ski slope inside of a mall yeah i went skiing inside of a mall and it's just like it's super like i like icy you can't even like ski properly because they're just like air conditioners like blowing on the ice so it's like oh or on the snow so it just turns into like ice okay that's yeah. interesting I mean, do you like fun. dubai i can't tell you describe it as <laughs> fake and kind of materialistic. I mean, and I like it's fun for a moment, like it's but it's like fleeting. You know what I mean? Like right. it's like Vegas. Like I could go there and have a good time, but I'm not gonna live there. You're not gonna live there. No. Okay, but what about <laughs> Zambia? What was that like? Um, it was like I I always say like everywhere I lived was good for where at the time of my life. Okay. You know, like I was a kid, so like it was a lot of space, running around, like and just like doing whatever, okay. you know, you, like you, kid shit. You were a little <laughs> kid doing little kid stuff yeah. wherever you were. Okay. Exactly. So you're, did your parents move to California? California. They currently live in California. San Diego or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. And so you grew up in San Diego? Um, well, 
most like San Diego, Oakland, and uh, around California and LA. Okay. And was yeah. that cool? Yeah. Everything was cool in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had a good life. Okay. <laughs> or I have a good life. You have a good life. <laughs> so uh, d when did you get into music exactly? So I moved to Oakland when I was 16 by myself. By yourself at 16? Yeah. I graduated from, like, I did a fast-paced high school and graduated are early. Are, are you Not because I was smart. I just, like, did two years in one year. So you're you're not smart. You're fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes being fast is is better than being. Smart. I just I just like to be proficient. So like I just like wanted to do my two my two of my years in one year at a charter school, so uh -oh. I could just do it all and then I could move, because I just wanted to start life. Are you an impatient person? No, like I just high school was just dumb. So like I wanted to, I just wanted to like. You wanted out. I just wanted to end high school. Like, were you interested in anything in particular in high school? Yeah, like, like music, dancing, and that stuff. Music yeah. and dancing. So yeah. you turned that into your career, basically. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so how did you get into music? So, yeah, I moved to... Uh, well, actually, it was in San Francisco at first um, when I was 16, and I was writing about music, and I would go to a lot of concerts and stuff, and I like would lie about my age to like get into things and just start writing about music and then after that like I had a Twitter that kind of like got people's attention because it was funny and this rapper in this pretty popular group in Oakland just DM me and was like oh you look interesting like do you make music and I was just like I had never like actually made a song at that point okay like I had like fucked around on like garage band and stuff by myself but I wasn't like an artist and I was like, yeah, I guess I could make music. And then... Just like on a lark? You just decided... I was just like, fuck it. Let me just do it. And then he was like, could you sing on my song? And I was like, sure. And so I went to his studio and I like sang on his song. And then a bunch of people started hearing that song. And it kind of just like trickled. And then like Diplo, the producer, uh, heard the song. And he asked me to come like to L.A. and write and record on the Major Lazer album. Wow. And then one of my friends, like, Krayshawn, her album blew up, and she just asked me if I would move to L.A. permanently to help her write her album. So I ended, I just, it was just kind of an accident. <laughs> this is all, like, a series of high-profile, like, that's a lot of high-profile people. Yeah, like, it kind of just happened to me, and then... People just liked me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, you're likable. I like you. I, I wanted you back on the show. What kind of, for people who haven't heard you or seen you, what kind of music are you making now compared to what you were making then? Yeah, so when I moved to L.A., I was songwriting for other people. I made, before I moved, I had made my own EP and stuff, and it was, like, rap music, but also, like, with dance, dance beats and stuff like that. Which is, like, I still, like, am influenced by, like, some rap music, but I'm mostly, like, making club music at this point, which is a lot of, like, like world influences still, like, yeah. Arabic music, a lot of Indian music influences, a lot of African music influences. But basically, like, I signed a contract when I was in L.A. that I wasn't allowed to put out any of my own music. Uh, you did that? Yeah, because, because I needed money, and I was songwriting for other people. Fast, not smart. That's your deal. You <laughs> wanted the money fast, 
Uh, basically wasn't signing a smart I mean, contract. I mean it was it was a good decision at the time because I was literally like I had nowhere to live. Yeah, yeah, like no, anything. no, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I just signed that contract and then I was like, Oh, I really miss performing because that's my favorite shit to do. And I was like, Okay, well, I can start DJing and like I knew how to, but I wasn't like a DJ. Sure. So I was like, Oh, I can just start DJing. This was like two thousand twelve or thirteen. Or 12 or 13. Okay. Around then. And yeah, I was like, I should just start DJing instead and start, you know, performing because I just missed it so much. And I, I couldn't keep performing live because I didn't have any new music. So no one cared to book me as an artist because I had no new music. Right. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of like kind of cultural traditions that make it into your music. Yeah. You, at the beginning of this, you said, I'm Indian. Yeah. Does that a heavy influence for you? Yeah, like, even even on my first EP I ever made, I never, like... I mean, I'm Indian, and I, I don't like to be, like, oh, I'm fucking Indian. Like, I'm gonna, like... Like, comedians, let just, like... Like, Russell Peters, let, who just does, like, Indian jokes or something. It's, like, it's a part of me, but it's not my entire identity because I've done so many different things, you know you what th I mean? Do you think of Russell Peters as something of a sellout? I think it's corny, Personally, but I like to think of <laughs> people like that. I call them Uncle Raj. <laughs> I think I think Russell Peters is an Uncle Raj. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what he's, he's just doing. Yeah, like, like he's, accents. he's just like corny. He's a sellout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, but on my first EP, I had a song where I sang in Hindi, but like, and then like my the last thing I put out, I also sing in Hindi on it. But it's like, it's not like. It's just because I wanted to. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make this like a Indian song and everyone's going to like it. You know what I mean? Well, you're proud of your heritage. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I grew up with it. Like, I still watch Bollywood movies. Like, I, like you know, my parents are super Indian. <laughs> yeah, my parents are fairly Indian, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, they're from, my parents are from India as yeah. well. So yeah. like, uh, they're, they're very Indian. Did you have a thing where you rebelled against them at all? It sounds like you were pretty tight with your parents. Like, I'm sitting at this table here... Uh, doing white people things because I was kind of rebelling against my parents a little bit. Um, Turns out they were right. I should have been a doctor or a lawyer, and instead I don't even have a real tablecloth. I, um, I mean, I didn't rebel against my culture. I, I rebelled ag against, like, my parents because they're, like, parents. Ah, see, I didn't, I didn't distinguish the culture from my parents on some level. Oh, no, because I loved it all. Like, I, I can recite, like, entire Bollywood movie, like, words. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I like, I've always loved the culture. I mean, I wasn't born in North America, so. No, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Right. Yeah. I, I was born here, and, yeah. and so I had to face the scrutiny of Yeah, people. and, like, and a lot of, like, when your ex family's, like, expatriates and stuff, yeah. like, um, you end up hanging out with other brown people in every place you live in yeah so like yeah like when we lived in africa it was like i would only knew other indian people right basically right yeah. okay okay we have to talk about the deportation yeah because this made the news tell us what happened again i don't want to get this um, wrong so basically uh about three years ago i was doing like a little tour in asia and i was coming back from japan and on my way back, I was put into a room and everyone in the room was like hysterical and crying. And I was like, oh, shit. Like people, what? all people of color. Um, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there actually there was one ger young little German boy 
I don't know. And that doesn't <laughs> go well. You don't want to traumatize small German boys. <laughs> Basically. Um, anyway, so yeah, they put me into this room and uh, like everyone's crying in the room and I'm just like, oh fuck, like what is yeah. about to happen to me? Basically. And then they were like, um, they were calling me my real name, which is Chavi the whole time when I walked into the room. And then all of a sudden, like maybe like 30 minutes later, this guy comes out and he's like kind of laughing and he's like, he's like, come with me, Chippy. And I was just like, like, why? Oh, shit, he Googled you. Yeah, he Googled me. And like, I mean, I'm like pretty like, ra- I guess, raunchy online. Like I, I tweet like a lot of like sh- dumb shit, like, and can yeah. You, just to interject, can you give us an example of a raunchy, <laughs> dumb shit tweet? I mean, like. The last tweet that I tweeted literally went right before I got off or got off the plane was just did acid in Japan. I'm tripping the fuck out. And then you got the airport security. And like yeah. So, yeah. OK. And then. OK. So he starts calling me chippy and then they put me into this room and it's just like a white room and like itchy ass blankets and like a TV that doesn't work and like an old Lion King VHS. <laughs> Why were they recreating my childhood <laughs> basement? That's weird. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh no, like what is this? Like I'm going to prison. Like right, that sounds <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And then yeah, so I'm sitting in this room. They take away all my possessions. Like they take away my shoes because like I had shoelaces in them that like didn't like fully come out, and they like didn't want me to like hang myself with right. my shoelace. And then like I had a hoodie, and like they took away my hoodie, or like they took away the string in my hoodie. And then, yeah, they just took away all my money and everything, like my phone. No one knew that I was there or anything. This is at LAX, right? This is at LAX, right, yeah. In Los so, Angeles, right. Yeah, this is in Los Angeles. And I had a partner at the time who was waiting outside, like apparently like screaming the security, trying to get in. I don't know what, no one knew where I was. Yeah. Um, and I'd just been flying from Japan, so I hadn't contacted anyone. So it sounds like you might have been too high. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah, right they, so well my parents apparently thought i missed my flight but um yeah so so yeah no one knows where you so are no you're one sequestered in this room this yeah. guy's basically teasing you exactly and then he comes out like i'm in this room for maybe like a few hours like i don't know what time it is there's no w- clock or anything um and then he takes me into questioning and then they're like asking me like have you ever done any drugs like and i'm just like uh like because i know they've seen my twitter at this right. point and then I was like, I was like, yeah, I've done drugs. Like, like is that wrong? <laughs> and the correct the answer <laughs> in that scenario is yes. And then, probably. and then I was, and they were like, well, we read your Twitter, and I was like, well, that's just a persona. Right. And then they were like, um, okay, well, they were like uh, reading out all the gigs that I've played and like all this shit, and they were like, apparently, you were under the wrong visa for six months a few years ago. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I've lived in America since I was 10 years old. My mom and dad still live here. Yeah. Um, I don't know what... Because I had switched a bunch of visas since I was in America. Sure. And my parents were... I was on a dependent visa, my parents, when I moved there. And then I went to school, so I switched to a student visa. And then I went... And then... I'm not interrogating you, by the way. No. You don't have to get, <laughs> give me all this no, information. No, but I'm just telling you, like, basically, I was, for six months, I was on a wrong visa. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, no. And I was like, oh, fuck, so what's going to happen to me? Right. And they were like, well, you could go to Mexico, you could go to India, 
or you could go to Canada. And I was like, what time is it? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, you don't even know yeah, what time it is. Yeah, I don't even know what time it is. And they were like, oh, it's like midnight. So I was like, oh, I'm not about to go to Mexico. Even though my parents live like 30 minutes away from Mexico, I was like, oh, no. Nah, like right in San Diego, right, right, yeah, right like yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to Tijuana at midnight right now. So I was like, okay, well, just like send me to Vancouver because that's the closest place in Canada. Okay. So, right, yeah, right. like I just get, I get to Vancouver and or I, they like escort me to the, literally I have to have sit next to a like police guy like or Homeland Security on the plane like they escort me like the whole way onto the plane onto the plane i'm sitting next to homeland so security this is giving me anxiety just hearing <laughs> the story i know you're in front of me and yeah. you're doing relatively well but i can't i mean i've told it. this story like three thousand times right <laughs> right yeah 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 um can i interject with a question that i've always yeah. wondered about yeah. when you get deported they just like pay oh, oh i had to, to pay, pay for, for my flight i had to pay for my flight that is insane yeah wow. and what? i was like oh i have no money and they like knew that i had money because i just played a bunch of shows so they were like, no, like, and I had a credit card because they had all my credit cards. So they knew that I they could pay for it. Right. Because so if I couldn't pay for it, they would have sent me to India and there was no fucking way I was going there. Wait a minute. The punishment, Wait. if you have no money, <laughs> is that they send you to India? They send you on no, a longer, no, more expensive flight? Because, the th because I, like, I'm of Indian descent, but... Yeah. If you're born in the Middle East, you're not given citizenship of the a Middle Eastern country. You have to be of Arab descent. Oh, I see. So they just sent you to where you're from. Where your parents are from. But it's where you're from. Where you're from. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we got you here in Canada because of this course of events. Yeah, exactly. Which is, a, I, I said this the last time you were on. It's Blessed. good for us. Yeah, it's <laughs> great for us. But you want to, have you seen your parents? Actually, I'm going to the Dominican Republic on Monday to see them. I haven't seen them in like two years. Okay. But I also heard, is there some developments in your ability to um, go to America? Because you haven't been to the United States. I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been in three years. So um, I just, yeah, I just found out. M my lawyer told me if I get booked for like a really big gig that pays like a decent, like, like a good amount and they pay for it, my, um, they pay for my paperwork then I can enter America two two weeks at a time for shows. Oh, okay. Only. Not you're not No, I can't li I can't ever live there again. But that's ever in your life no. because of this? Yeah. I'm banned for 10 years to e enter at all and for life I'm not allowed to live in America. That's yeah. ridiculous and yeah. I'm sorry that this has happened to you, but I mean, my life's good. <laughs> As I good. said, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do appreciate. Actually, what? like oh. I, I was like because all this happened, like I got out of that contract. Like I figured exactly what I wanted to do versus like just like kind of a lot of fluke shit kept happening to me, and I just kept going with it. And this made me like actually like sit down and figure out what I actually wanted to do, and like could, like figure out an actual plan in my life and where I wanted to be. Oh, so it was so, like a, a yeah. blessing in disguise, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, Chippy, it's uh, great to talk to you again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I think you might... I, well, I think I was supposed to say a joke, but like, I don't... I can't... I don't know. Well, don't tell them <laughs> that. We're going to come back and figure it out. We'll figure it out together. Okay. Oh, oh. I thought of the joke was right now. No, we're taking a break. I just oh, said okay. we're going to take a break. Oh, shit. Okay. How much have you been having no, fun with your glass? Not at all. That was the, That's the problem. We're going to take a quick break. More with Chippy nonstop in just a moment. Stick around. <laughs>
we're back. We're back on Long Night. Thank you very much. How you doing, Transac? You having a good time? I forgot to do my uh, dad thing at the top of the show and say, hey, we're recording this, so if you cannot have a conversation uh. while we're talking, that would be great. But I, I felt too dad-like to say it at the time. Well, you are a dad. I am a dad. I'm a granddad. If do you, you want get, me to do it? Do you want, yeah, you are a granddad. Shut the hell up. Get off of my lawn, that kind yeah, of thing. See? Once I you're a granddad, you could just like be grumpy. Can and you you can hear shit. me, right? Like Them talking is not... Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's time now It's time now for a new segment on Long Night called Chippy Tells Us a Story. <laughs> oh, wow, that was great. Great theme song, guys. <laughs> so, uh, Chippy, it's time now. Uh, once again, having a round of applause for Oh, wait, uh, I Chippy. thought we were going to work on this together. And no, think no. Of something. Chippy Nonstop, everyone, <laughs> is here. So, Chippy... I, uh, it's nice to see you again. I understand you have a, a funny anecdote to tell us. Uh. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, fine, fine. So when, okay, I just got back from a tour in Europe. And um, on my way, on my way to somewhere in the UK, I can't even, rem- I can't remember where it was. But like speaking of like being like profiled and at airports and stuff. So like I've been having a really hard time traveling everywhere because of the deportation situation. Yeah. And yeah, so I was I was yeah, in the UK and the guy was like, "Oh, like um do you have enough money to be in this country?" And I was like, "Uh yeah." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to have to walk you to the ATM." And check your bank account. Wait a minute, which guy? Who? What guy? The is homeland. This? The ba- the fucking guy that asks you questions. <laughs> the guy that asks customs. <laughs> Santa Claus. Who are you the, talking about? The like security. Santa Claus the, ask questions. <laughs> what do you want for yeah, Christmas? Is, oh, Jimmy. He has one. He has one question. You would know. You look like Santa Claus. Santa I thought maybe you would one know question. the questions. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but anyway, they made me walk to the ATM to wa- get check my bank account. Uh, this is not even funny. I don't even know why I'm telling it. No, it's a great story. I'm <laughs> enjoying it. Yeah. And then after, uh, yeah, they go check my ATM, and I'm like, okay, now what? And they're like, now we have to check your suitcase. And I was like, all right. So they, like, take me to this other place to check my suitcase. And I have this jacket in there, and it's, like, it's like a, just a really shiny jacket. Sure. And it's, like, it's black. And he's, like, unfolding the jacket and, like, moving it around, like, all crazy. And I was, like, he's, like, what is this? And I was, like, a, a jacket. And then he was, like, uh, this doesn't look like a jacket. And I was, like, do you want me to put it on? Like, what do you want me to do? And then he was, like, he's, like, no, this doesn't look like a jacket. This looks like something you would make a bomb out of. And I was, like, um. A bomb or a bomb? A bomb. A bomb. Is and there I was any like, way it didn't look like a jacket? Like, did it have arms? It, yeah, it had arms. It's just like a shine, a really like vinyl material, uh-huh. yeah, like sure. jacket. Like, sure. and I was like, it's called fashion. Like, hello. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, all right. And he was like, he was like, oh, you, uh, what, what do you do? Like, why do you need this jacket? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't understand the question. And then he was like, why are you wearing this jacket? What? And I was like, I don't understand. Because you're cold? And I was like, it was like a really, it's, it's literally not a practical jacket at all. It's fully just fashion. Right. So and maybe that maybe explain. I've, I don't understand <laughs> fashion half the time when you watch like Yeah, a but you can't make a show. bomb out of a vinyl jacket. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Whose side are you on? I'm on your side, generally. This is how we play 
Chippy tells us a story, everyone. Good story. Thanks. It's called improv. I need 2K extra. <laughs> uh, before we uh, let you go for a little bit, you're going to come join us after when Harrison's... Uh, yes. Okay. Before we let you go, though, uh, what's what, what are you doing musically? Like, what's going on? It's been a while, I think. I'm DJing a lot all the time. Okay. I'm working on a record. I have a bunch of, like, features coming out on people's stuff. Oh, you do? I'm going to be on You're going to be on other people's stuff. stuff? Yeah. And I'm just DJing a lot. I'm going on another Europe tour uh, February, March, and then, you know, I'm going to Mexico and Argentina and Chile. Oh, wow. In January. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm just You're basically busy. DJing a lot. And where yeah. can people go on the uh, internet to learn more about Chippy Nonstop? I'm on the internet, just Chippy Nonstop everything. Just Google, Google. Chippy Nonstop? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there are there any other Chippy Nonstops? No. That's an interesting name. Why yeah. nonstop? I, I feel like Chippy is a play on your real name, no, right? No, no. I My oh. friend just started calling me Ch Chippy because, like, I ate a lot of chips. <laughs> and then nonstop because I'm nonstop. I'm always doing you shit. you wouldn't stop eating the chips, probably. And also wouldn't stop eating the chips. Right. Well, good, <laughs> good friends you got there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where she's at now, but sh I shout her out on the daily, so... Oh, nice. Yeah, I have no idea where she is at. Wait, like the podcast, The Daily, by the New York no, Times? No, like on The Daily, like oh, on regularly. Oh, like the way colloquially, the way the kids say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyone check out The Daily? That's a good <laughs> podcast. All right. Chippy nonstop, everyone. We're going to take a break, and then Harrison's out here with us. Thank you. We're back on Long Night. Uh, thank you very much for being here. And uh, joining us now is the one and only Harrison. How about a hand for Harrison, everyone? Hey. How you doing? I'm well, thanks, man. How it's are you? It's nice to see you. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Did you, did you meet Chippy nonstop? Yeah, I've met Chippy many times. Now, were you backstage with Chippy? Did, was she eating lots of chips? I didn't see her eating any chips. Okay, did you have any chips? No, man. I'm on a diet. Why is that? You're a fit guy. You don't need to be on a diet, do you? I've been eating junk for like the last six months. Oh, you, you might be chippy nonstop. Yeah, it's bad for your skin. <laughs> I haven't been drinking water, dude. You are drinking water? I, I would like, I'll go like three days without drinking water. Oh, yeah, that's bad. You have it's to drink terrible. water. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
all the time. I'm, I'm learning that yeah. too. Yeah, we uh, need water. We're made of water, you know. I know, and I, I just found this out recently. This is good that we have a health <laughs> segment on the show. Now, you just found out recently? I'm kidding. What, did you read a book? <laughs> Last time you and I were uh, together, I think I was at your house in Toronto. Yeah, you were at my house, yeah. But when we talked, you said you might be moving. Yeah, I wanted to. Well, honestly, I'm not going to. You're I wanted to move out to, like, Picton. I wanted to move to the country. The country? Yeah. Picton's expensive now. Is it expensive now? Oh, yeah. That's a shame. That's How a much shame. is it? Well, it's the it's the county, right? It's Prince Edward County. Oh, it's right. Everyone's the, moving to... It's right. the uh, Napa Napa of the North. Right. With the wine country? It's yeah, Ontario. wine country yeah. and rich white people. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Harrison actually, almost. And almost Harrison. But uh, last time I was in Picton, it was kind of depressing. We were walking out of an LCBO, and it was my two friends in front of me, and I was walking behind. It was myself, and then in the parking lot, there was a group of black men. And this guy walking by my friends leans over, and he says, a lot more blacks than whites around here lately. This isn't fucking Picton. This is in Canada, man. <laughs> and they're like, yo, what? And then he just walked away. What so I guess I'm not moving to Picton. Jesus Christ. Loki a clan there. You know, so. I tried to put on a nice little talk show, <laughs> and all my guests are being racially profiled. Everywhere they go. I don't know what's going on anymore. It's okay. Are you okay? Are you doing okay? I'm great. I'm okay, great. Okay, because yeah. I, I saw something in the press release oh God. for your new... Yeah, this is getting around. Are you okay about this? What's getting around? Well, I, your new album, by the way, is beautiful. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank it's you. called Apricity. Apricity, yeah. Apricity. I had mm-hmm. not encountered that word before, and I, I've read a book or two. What, what is that <laughs> word? What does that mean? Apricity specifically means the warmth of the sun in the winter. It's, I know, it is. It's a pretty name. I was like, I was like damn. That's, that's kind of what our long winter festival does, rather. don't you think? Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. Anybody? No. Applause sign. Applause sign. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. That's nice. That's a, where'd you hear this word? Where'd you come across this I word? I was, uh, man, the, the, honestly, like my last album, I was just looking for like thick words, man. Like, <laughs> like seriously, the, my last album was called Checkpoint Titanium. And I was like, what are the two like thickest sounding words I could put together? And that's checkpoint and titanium. And, uh, but with Apricity, it was actually more, it was actually like, the album was made during the winter. Yeah, so, you know, sure. and Yeah, I've, I've lived here for 23 years. And the winter never gets easier, man. Like, no, it's getting worse. Yeah, it gets worse. And then also because of uh, the fact that the world is ending and the climate's <laughs> changing. This is gonna one yeah. of the most fun shows we've ever done. <laughs> uh, the summer is oppressively hot yeah. now as well. So, uh, yeah, there's no relief anymore. But you, yeah. you, the, the winter is hard on you. Yeah, yeah, the winter is Because I always like the winter because I feel like I have more allure in the winter. Because people can't see all of me. <laughs> like I'm all bundled up and they're like, who's that yeah. suave motherfucker? <laughs> and then the summer are like, ooh, that, that guy didn't, that didn't work out so well for that guy. <laughs> Taking off more clothes, bad idea. That's more about me and my problems. <laughs> Listen, that's a nice term, and, and you just wanted to capture the warmth of it. Like, you wanted yeah. to get the warmth into the winter. Yeah, man. So is, does that vibe, I think, you know, now that you say that, I feel like that vibe is kind of all throughout your record. Yes. Was, was that purposeful? Like, you wanted to make an upbeat. Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, like, uplifting and warm, fuzzy sound, tape, you know, all that, just to m- try and make it, try and, you know, I guess capture that kind of feeling, yeah, of just like warmth. Because you're, you are. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're primarily self-taught at stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Like, how did you learn how to do all this stuff you know how to do? I mean, musically, not like uh, somebody raised you, <laughs> taught you how to wear clothes, put food in your mouth. But at the same time, musically, you've mostly just. I mean, if I remember this correctly, you liked a girl or something, maybe oh, yeah, in high yeah. school, and then yeah. she liked a guy who played music, and you're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that I'm going to learn how to play. Is that right? Did I get that, that was the, close? Yeah, that was yeah pretty, I don't remember exactly. That was pretty much it. So you just picked up instruments on your own. Yeah, I started playing the piano. Piano. And YouTube, a very resourceful thing. That's right. YouTube, YouTube has, YouTube. you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. I, yeah, I learned piano through YouTube. You right? learned piano completely? Yeah. Okay. Well, I took, well, the thing is I took lessons from uh, seven to like nine or ten. Oh, but okay. the information was not retained. So I was like, oh, well, I, you know, when you're, you're a kid, and you're like, I didn't like playing the piano at that time. I was like, this, this fucking sucks. This it's is like boring. My, my son is the same. Yeah. I have him in piano lessons, and he doesn't like the practice. Yeah, it's just, I was, I was doing this for my mom. I'm like, she, she wants me to just play the piano. I'll play the piano. Oh, fuck it. Right, okay. But um, <laughs> I got older. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And there's just, it, it, like, I, I learned some, like, jazz chords and whatever. Sure. But then I went back, and... Uh, tried to take like start from the beginning specifically like in the ja the jazz like genre or sure. whatever and then tried to learn as much as i could and like a but like two year more period. or less on your own yeah yeah i mean does youtube count as on no your own no own? i mean i mean yeah yeah that's a good point you know I, mean, what I mean yeah, so it wasn't YouTube, on my own but i mean like you didn't have like a, a teacher per se except no. did you go to the same youtube guy every time or woman no no <laughs> was that your teacher like it was always different people okay all right yeah. so uh so how does that translate? Like, did that start with the last album where you were like, that was the manifestation of you just teaching yourself via YouTube how to make stuff, and now this one is like up? Like, did you know more shit when you made this album than you did the last one? Well, it started with the last album because uh, when I got signed, I was sampling. That's right. That's I was right. sampling. That's right. And they're like, <laughs> you think we're going to fucking pay for your sample clearance? <laughs> like, that's a lot of money. Right. It's a, I tried to clear samples on this record, and it's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Half of them didn't get back to me. So I was like, okay. Like, you know, and they were just vocal samples. So I was like, you know, I kind of faked it till then. So I was like, I should learn how to not make music with samples. Right. That's what it was. But yeah. the, it's, uh, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that tough. It wasn't that tough. No. When so, you're, so when you're inspired, I guess. You're, yeah, you. What I read in the press release that I said earlier was that you felt that you had a bit of a mental block because of musical deficiencies. That's yes. one thing I read, and the other thing was depression, which I can relate to as well. I have anxiety and I have stuff going on, but uh, you had a, you you went through a rough time, basically, right? Yeah, man. You know, it's a little tilting too, because it's like I don't think any of us want good art to be spawned from pain. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, it just happened to be the case twice. And uh, you know, I was very frustrated with it, but I think it was, oh Jesus, I was trying to find a balance in between like working through problems and like enjoying making music and you know, yeah, it was, sorry if I'm segueing a bit, but it was, it was yeah, it was, no, 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 it was a weird time. It's, it's fine, but I, I guess I'm curious about the impulse that you had to okay this information going out with your album press release. Because, because, because we need to talk about mental health. No, that's what I was getting yeah. at. Because I think there was a time where it, it, we, we didn't do this as much, maybe as creative people. Yeah. Um, some of us kind of kept that stuff to ourselves and dealt with it. 
And what I'm hearing more of these days is kind of like this instructive thing. Artists like yourselves are, are trying to talk about mental health issues, I think, yeah, so it's that true. other people it's don't feel alone. Yeah, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest point is not feeling alone. You're not alone if you're sad, you know what I mean? Many of us are sad <laughs> and we want to yeah. get better. But the the problem is some of these articles and these headlines using it as a selling point. You know what I mean? It's Oh, like, you mean to promote your record? Yeah. I, I mean, man. you've been I doing mean, interviews. Like, I put in the press release. It's like I didn't put in the press release, but it was t I you know, when the, whoever was writing the press release, she's like, "What were you going through?" It was a person I was chatting to, and I was very open about it. And it's, I'm happy it's in there, but like, w and, and it it shouldn't be like a selling point for for the music. It's like, oh, like a like a depressed artist. It's become an angle. Yeah, the f fuck that. It shouldn't be the angle. It's like if you like the music, you like the music. Don't like the music, because the person was in a bad place. Well, I think uh, speaking as but uh, I understand relating to someone. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of times when I'm interviewing a musician, I kind of want to know what their headspace was at, with, like wh where they were at when they were coming up with stuff, right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. So I just thought it was interesting that it was the record was couched this way as opposed to you, maybe organically saying it. But I I've, I view that as a weird, my weakness is strong. Like that's a confident thing to do, is what yeah. I'm saying. Because well, I've been struggling with how public I want to be with my struggles like I don't talk about it very much of course um, I, I understand because I'm old <laughs> and I may be what from you, like a time 36? I'm 40 why did you guess 36 I don't know I, I thought you were doing like a touch of gray thing or something <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not no it's whatever it's happening is just <laughs> happening on its own thanks Jesus. Oh, yeah, handsome as hell. You're aging like wine. Dog. I know. I look good. Yeah. Don't I look good? I look pretty good. Yeah, it looks good. And you're tall, too. You're tall, man. I am tall. You're tall. I know I'm tall. It's going to be a tall off. It's going to be nice to each other. About our I'm going to win. I'm, uh, I'm going to be 41 next month. 41. Oh, yeah. my god. So goodness. I'm old, and I think I still keep things a bit, some things to myself. I'm maybe too frank about other things, like my age. But... You and your generation, I'm very pleased to see you ad like confronting these, th not confronting them, but like addressing these things. I think it's really important for people who like your music to know this shit. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It got twisted a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, it's not like I take offense to it. I just, uh, I was like, it was like three articles in a row. Three in a row being like, Harrison battled imposter syndrome. Harrison battled depression to make this record. Yeah. And again, I'm like, y'all fucking like the record? Or do you want to know right. what, uh, what, you know what I mean? I, I, man, it's, a, like, it's a privilege to be able to do this as a job. No, it's absolutely. Yeah, you don't want people to feel sorry for you? Is that part of this? Yeah, but like also, you know what I mean? Like, um, oh man, I don't really want to get too deep into no, this. Well, no, I well, know. Uh, don't worry, no one's here. We're just by ourselves. <laughs> Just like you and me at your parents' house, man. Well, I mean, like, you know, like uh, a lot of young black men aren't taught how to express themselves yep. properly. When the, uh, those types of emotions, especially people growing up in poverty. And there's, there's so many different situations, but, you know, my dad's Jamaican and, like, my, his side of the family, there's, you know, there's just a lot going on I with that type of stuff and, like, homophobia yeah. and this and that. And, um... So the least I, I felt like I could do was be a little candid about yeah. seeing a therapist or dealing with some demons. And I, I'd like to encourage people to be, if, if 
there's many free resources, you know, therapy and like if you if you feel like you need to talk to someone, please talk to someone. That's uh, that's it. That's all I want to say. If you feel like you won't, you know, that's all. There's we we live in a country that has those resources, even though th there's still not enough of them. We still have. And them, it's exorbitant. So. They cost a lot of money, and they're, yeah. they're not affordable for for people. Yeah. 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 Listen, I I appreciate you saying that, and I don't want to delve too much deep more deeply into it because. I do want to talk about your music and this record, uh, at least a little bit in the time we have left, because uh, you are, do a thing that I always find fascinating, because as far as I know, you produce the music, then you have these people come on and do kind of features, right? Yeah. And what kind of lyrical input do you have? None. Zero, right? No, man. I don't, I, I don't like having input on music video treatments and lyrics. Because I don't, I don't. I've, Someone I, else's art form. Yeah, I mean, if if you if I bring a song to you and be like, what are give you a, my album or something, sure, a project, be like, what do you? What's your favorite song and what do you see? They could be more excited having a budget and being able to do what they want to do, yeah. than like trying to, you know, it's a little voice crack there. Uh, try and project my vision. That it gets it will usually turn out better because it's something they wanted to do. I mean, it's partially your vision because you came up with the music. So yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I visually and stuff. I, I hear you. So before we get into some of the content, talk about some of the people on this record. Um, oh God, it's a memory <laughs> memory jog, I suppose. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, actually, well, there's <laughs> there's Aaron Team from Nashville. Uh, got Maddie Tavares on there, right? Yeah, Maddie from Bad Bad Not Good. Yeah. What a unit. Um, Talvi. I should pull this shit up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean my point, I, one of my points, I, I should say, uh, was that you're, given the context of the, the way you, in which you made the music and the umbrella term you've used to, uh, the name of the album, I guess, I'm just curious what it's like to put that music out in the world with other people's ideas, lyrical ideas. You know, they're communicating things that are their own expression. Do you see any sense, like from your perspective as the producer, do you see a thematic connection between these songs? Even though like you didn't write them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you made the music, but like lyrically, do you, have, you, have you noticed patterns? Throughout the album? Yeah, just curious. I mean, nah, not really. No, they're all separate. No, they're all, they're all different stories. People got different stories to tell, man. Right. They're all different people. Like Your Girl's like a pop song and then, you know. Aaron was talking about some shit was going on in his life. I didn't have a clue. And I found out later, when he moved back to Nashville, that Talvi was going through some, like... Everyone was kind of going through something. Yeah, but it, it was all, it was all, it wasn't... Why is my phone, why is Twitter open? <laughs> Are you live <laughs> tweeting this talk? Yeah, this tweeting away. No, it's... Um, yeah, so everyone was going through something different. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. But that's a theme. That's the theme. Everyone's going through something different. Well, yeah. you were going through shit, and then everyone else was going through yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did they talk to you about where you were at creatively or mentally, like making the music when they came in to do lyrics? Like, was there a. I'm very curious about you just giving free reign to. It's the a fascinating in thing. Particular. Yeah. Was there a. Like, did they try to find. Uh, common ground with the headspace that you were in when it was created, or were they just like. They, just went they for heard it, it and went for it, and yeah. that was that was it. it was, I think a big uh, trying. It was a, like trying to find artists that don't usually uh, uh, rap or sing over that type of music. So trying to take people out of their comfort zones, uh, but also giving them free reign. 
of you know their yeah, lyrics. Yeah. yeah. So like they're she's somewhat comfortable. Um, yeah. Th- yeah. No. Th- we we didn't talk much about it. Like it was just because all these people were well besides Aaron who was living in Toronto. All they they were all from Toronto. So yeah, was that a conscious thing you wanted to work with? Oh people yeah, of that course, were of yeah. course. Because when you're a Canadian artist, you gotta work twice as hard. You right? said this, this to me. America. You said this the last time we talked. Like you really want to big up your city. This city means a lot to you. Oh yeah, a ton. Even though it's, I'm watching it burn to the ground lately, but it's it means it means a ton. Yeah. I love it. I lived here 23 years, and I love the people. And it, I don't know. I, I just there's so many beautiful people here, and so many great artists. And we have. Uh, it seems like. We like to shit on each other a lot here, but yeah, we're stepping on each other's toes. It's got you know, the, there's a lot of. Are you talking about me? I'm. I don't mean it. I <laughs> just, just trying to make a couple of jokes. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, like how many people you know like always got to be at something or like do you know, do like they won't come to your shit because it's like they're at some next cool thing with some cool person. Right. Some cool. Like it's like give it a break, man. Just you don't have to be cool. I mean. Give yourself a break, you know? You don't have to be on all the time. Like, go and, like, drink with your friends, and you don't have to party, like, every two seconds. I mean, like, if that's your move, that's your move. But, like, the... the what's that word that's been... Clout. You know what I mean? There's a lot of clout chasing. Yeah. And, but, like, a lot of it's not intentional. Right. And um, I'm not... Sh- I don't want, like, I'm not shitting on the people here, but it was really important for me to have artists on that were, like, strictly Canadian, Torontonians. Right. Um because it's like we need to help each other. We don't we don't need to chase you're, anything. You're else. a super good dude. Like every time I've talked to you, I feel like you're a really great dude. <laughs> no, you are. And you're like like you're just super genuine and super sweet and I I I, I love you, man. I'm very you happy too, you're bro. on the show. I love you too. Man. I really do. Like I really mean it. And the record Apricity is amazing. Thanks. Dude. Uh, it's out on Last Gang Records, right? Out on Last Gang. Yeah. Oh wait, dude, I what? brought you a present. What? Can you give me one second? What? Play a jingle or something. This may be a, this is a first in six seasons. Play a jingle. I guess we're taking a break. Jingles on demand. Okay. Okay. That was totally worth it. Which uh, which camera am I putting this to? (laughs) No, no, I don't know. This is for you, man. No, I just want to show the people watching at home. Yeah, look, a little Harrison Tech deck, man. Over here. Which one am I? You, Shane? This, wait, this okay. being filmed? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay, it's a little Harrison skateboard. What's this about? Uh, <laughs> um, it's like a little toy. You, you interrupted my show <laughs> to go buy or go bring me a miniature novelty skateboard with your yeah, name on it. Yeah, it's a present. That's the most vain shit I've ever heard all in right. my life. It's all for you. What? What is this? Is this? Does it have a download code or something? <laughs> it says Apricity on the bottom. No, it just made like this is a great. thousand of them. This, does it have something to do with the record? Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was like a promo thing. Okay, well, this is very sweet. Uh, yeah, no problem, bro. I, I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean you, to man. shit all over it. No, it's okay. Repeatedly. Yeah, but don't you have a kid? I have uh, two kids, and yeah. we, my son what and the? I, just bought skateboards this oh, summer. Oh, dope, man! He said, "Give it to him, like, man." Like uh, real, real skateboards. Yeah. Oh, word! Not like the tiny, sh- tiny one you oh, went got, but you like scale, big. Yeah, we. I fall, he falls. It's oh, great. I, f- I used to skateboard. You I, skate? w- I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. Really? When I was sixteen. Yeah, man. Wow, geez, the sky's the limit for you. No, I was shit though. Okay, we have to take a quick break, <laughs> and then when we come back, uh, a little bit more with Harrison, and then Chippy Nonstop's coming back. 
Uh, stick, oh, uh, before we go to the commercial, uh, we're looking for audience suggestions for conversation topics when we come back. So get your thinking caps Think on. Think of a question. Yeah. Thank you Think very much. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the 446th episode of Creative Control, brought to you by the support of listeners like you who subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly pledges at patreon.com slash creative control, plus in-kind support from CFRU 93.3 FM, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. Go to vishkana.com to learn more about creative control. Hello. Mike, check, check, check. Okay, we're back. We're back yep. on long night. Uh, how you about see an- Chippy? Have another I'm, round I'm of so applause. I'm so little, I feel like. Chippy <laughs> nonstop. Harrison, have a hand for our guests. Okay, uh, it's uh, time now uh, for a new segment on the show. Uh, it's called uh, Audience Topic Conversation in Front of the Audience that Pitched the Topic. Uh. Who, uh, does anyone have any topics for us to riff on? What should we talk about? Anything. Streetcars. No, Geo doesn't get a vote. <laughs> streetcars? Really? You want to talk about streetcars? You had your hand up. The East End generally? Just like streetcars. That's my end. So we have street that, that's his end. I don't know nothing about Streetcars and the East End. Does someone just need a ride somewhere? <laughs> What's going on? It's a weird combo. <laughs> uh, we could talk about that, I guess. I don't, you I don't know, know. I don't know. You live in the, East end. the East end. I love the East end. What do you want to? What do you want to talk about? In the West, because we both live there. Ben Cook from. Oh, Young she Go. knows where you live. Yeah. You oh. did say. <laughs> you did say. That's weird, right? Yeah. I don't know about all this. No, you did say, uh, Harrison. You said something like the city's br- burning down basically like you, you made a little jab at you the said city. toronto's burning yeah toronto's burning so what is that what were you referring is that something no, to do i just mean like everything i'm wa- like slowly i'm like you know i'll be like showing my dog on instagram you know online online it looks like it's burning in our world yeah like it like the it scene really looks does. like it's just coming apart everyone's yeah. coming for each other everyone's doing some problematic shit venues are closing yeah yeah um it's a bad time we have nowhere to throw parties anymore. Like there are all these venues that we throw shit at because owners are sus. This is why I drink alone. This is you know? Chippy, are you talking <laughs> Chippy, are you talking just about Toronto? Well, it's everywhere, but like it's affecting us directly in Toronto because it's a small scene here. Yeah, yeah. And like in terms of like dan- dance music scene, there's very few venues that book like niche music like that we play. And so there's very there's not a lot of places left that yeah. we can get booked or play because here it's so small. But like it's happening everywhere, but everywhere has so many more options. You right. know, like in city? Europe it's fine. Like dance music you can play in almost every venue in Europe. Do you think that speaks to something going on in Toronto or Canada in particular? Like Chippy, you have an interesting perspective because you've lived basically everywhere. Yeah. Um like is is Toronto <laughs> just not cool? I mean I mean, <laughs> I know I know Harrison didn't want us to shit on Toronto. I no, don't I, I don't want to shit on Toronto, but yeah. I I always say like I I like I like that there it's a challenge to throw things because then there's room for it to grow and change. And they're like in New York, like oh I can't go to move to New York and s- show them something that they haven't already seen because it's already New York. Right. Like here, there's room for you to do something new and different, and you know like include everyone and like have. 
you know, like it's you can grow bigger and better in Toronto, but if we're not given the space that we need, then how are we going to do that? And we lack the resources and infrastructure for dance music here to do what we need. So <coughs> when you say there's more opportunity in Toronto, well, the other side of that is... No, more opportunity to be able to do something right. if we're given the infrastructure that we need. Right. So where do we get that from? Um, people with money. Okay. <laughs> is there anyone with money here tonight? Harrison, what do you make of that? Like, do you feel like there's less, like, opportunities for the kind of culture that Chippy's describing? I mean, have you experienced that? You've been here your whole life. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, I gotta agree with you there, Chips. I agree with Seems you. Seems a little familiar to call her Chips. <laughs> we're, we're friends, we're friends. We're you know each other? Yeah, we're, we're, we're actually friends, years. yeah. I didn't know that. How yeah, do you know each other? Internet. The web? The web. No, we're, we're, in, we're in, like, a similar, like, friend circle. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I be in the circle? Am I in yeah, the circle? You're, old, yeah. you're too of old. Of course. Oh fuck. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you called Shouldn't yourself that. My age. <laughs> oh, I did say I was old. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll we start. have old people in our circle. I'm not old. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm just. I'm elderly. I'm not even elderly. I'm <laughs> elderly. I'm worse than That's whatever. Don't elderly me. sounds worse than old. <laughs> I does. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm not that old. We'll start anyway. like a touch of gray club. Right. And then you can come yeah. to Touch of gray. All right. Why don't we just open the floor? I want to <coughs> get off of this topic because it's making me self-conscious. Does anybody have any other subjects they want us to address? We only have uh, less. We have, we're almost out of time. Anything? Okay, that we have a minute. Let's talk about collaborative process. Somebody was gonna do that. <laughs> you already talked about no, that, didn't you, you? You guys, yeah, you both collaborate with lots of people, right? Yeah, I love collaborating. Did you collaborate with like Diplo or something? We yeah. Were just where were you at the top of the show? You didn't I listen was, to I me. I was smoking cigarettes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we talked about yeah, Diplo right. and uh, did we talk about GCJ? Um, no, we didn't talk about. No, GCJ. I, I mean, I no. Crazy no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love collaborating with people like on uh, whole projects and like combining both of our like visions together like you were saying also um yeah i mean i i'm a i like i like working alone but i i enjoy collabing a lot more i like i don't like to send off shit <laughs> um i mostly just like to oh, like, like you work be one in on one? Yeah, yeah be in a room yeah. with people and work that way what about you because you Me? make a lot of tracks on your own do you send them off to people yeah i send them and then i have to usually forced to get into the uh, workspace together. I hate studios, man. They're the worst. Yeah. I can't stand them. You have like a home studio that you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like studios. It's just it's so it's so fucking dark. Am I allowed to swear? Am I we be we've been. We've been. Okay. No. Yeah. It's just so dark, and I get tired. Every I know time there's a minute left what do you in mean the show. Dark? But can I what swear? <laughs> Is that okay? What do you mean dark? You can put the left. lights up. No, they're always just like little pot. You know. It's Wait. So what? what? It's always moody. Have you ever? You, been, you can been in change the lighting in the studio. I've never been in a studio where the lights are blaring. It does seem like your problems are quite solvable, Harrison. They're all I mean. very solvable. <laughs> you can, bring, you can like, literally bring in a lamp. I I'm not gonna ask the studio guy. Chippy's a problem solver. That's just. <laughs> Wait, honest, honestly, like I like really dark, dark spaces. So sure. like I like dark studios. So maybe that can't stand them. I didn't. Okay. I have no problem. That's the only problem. With collaborative. Just process. to wrap this up, <laughs> we we're talking about collaborative processes. Would you two work together on something? Have you worked together on something? We tried. I don't know. Maybe back in Did 2014. Back in the day. I don't remember. Back in Sorry. 2014. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm I'm down to like reignite the flame. Yes, we could do that. <laughs> we can do that. I feel like you two should uh, do something. And if you need a, a rapper or something, I can I can do it. You can do the ad-libs. need a rapper or I something? Ra but, I I, rap. but I'm a rapper. I know, but we could rap together. It's <laughs> the trade versus. You can do the ad-libs. 
Why? Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. I don't Fish on the cinnamon. No, freestyle right now. I need to be very prepared for everything I do. I can't just ad lib. But it would be fun if we. Who would want to no, see no, like us make a record together? How about that? Wait, wait. No, ad libs are like just like chance, like chance over what I'm saying. Yeah, I could do that. Right now, I'm not gonna do it right now. No, right now, not right now. Like, okay, yeah, no, I can do stuff. I've rapped and ad libbed. Is that how people talk when they can do those things? <laughs> do I sound like I'm an imposter? We yes. have to wrap up the show. There's more long winter to come. How about another round of applause for Chippy Nonstop and Harrison and James Keese and the Bicycles and all of you. Thank you so much. Oh, we'll be back uh, next month at Polish Combatants Hall and uh, one of our guests on Long Night will be uh, 2018 Polaris Music Prize winner Jeremy Dutcher. We'll see you there. Good night, everybody. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.